everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, October 5th. Here's what you missed while you were attending a beautiful virtual wedding over the weekend, yet still waking up with a hangover. So how can I not start the show today without talking about the stupidity of our national leadership? Yeah, last Friday around 1.30 in the morning, I was awoken to the breaking national news, I sleep with the TV on, that our president had tested positive for the vid. Now, I'm not even going to get into that nonsense because, well, hey, we hope he survives and makes a recovery. By the way, he's still in the hospital along with 31,000 other Americans currently hospitalized for the vid. But I wanted to talk about all the other stuff that came out since that announcement. Like, when exactly did he get his positive result? Now, they tell us it was Thursday night, but then when his doctor at Walter Reed gave us an update on Friday, he said that the president was in his 72-hour diagnosis, and that would mean that he knew on Wednesday, one day after the debate. Now, thankfully, Biden has already tested negative, as has Pence, but, oh boy, these Republicans, hmm. Well, it's starting to look like the Amy Coney Barrett event was probably a super spreader, because, you know, they don't like the social distance or wear masks on camera, because I think it makes them look weaker some nonsense. And well, there's now been a number of prominent names from that event that have been confirmed as a positive test. See, it all started with Trump's closest aide, Hope Hicks. Then, of course, the first lady, Melania Trump, who, by the way, is not planning to visit the president at the hospital because she apparently is taking this seriously. Well, we found out about former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, also positive. He was helping the president with debate prep. Then there's Senator Tom Tillis, Mike Lee, and Senator Ron Johnson. On top of that, there's positive tests for Kellyanne Conway, campaign manager Bill Stepien, RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, Trump's body man Lick Nuna, and today, White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany, and two of her deputies. At this point, I'm wondering if I have the Rona. Trust me, I don't. I get tested weekly. Thanks, Tim. The real problem here, though, is the mixed messaging we keep getting from the White House. They say the president is great, and then we hear sources saying maybe not so much. Then those sources turn out to be the chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Then the president starts releasing daily videos to let us know about his status, trying to show us that he's tough and beating up the vid. They even staged two photo ops with the president signing some papers, letting us know that, you know, he's still working, government's still continuing. But then when you zoom in on the papers, they were freaking blank again. Oh, by the way, they released two photos in two different rooms with different outfits, suggesting that he's really putting in that work while being hospitalized. But when you looked at the metadata, yeah, those photos were taken 10 minutes apart, probably about as long as it took him to remove that department store oversized suit he wears. Then there's the parade kind of. You see, this egotistical maniac who is infected with the virus, he sees that people have gathered outside the hospital to wish him well and instead of just sending them a personalized message on his tweet machine, he tells the Secret Service to get his hermetically sealed SUV ready so he can do a drive-by wave opportunity. Exposing all the people in that car to more vid, by the way. And apparently no one is quarantining the required 14 days either. Doesn't seem like it. And now they tell us he might actually get discharged today? Monday, three days after he was hospitalized. Even though he's on an antiviral treatment with remdesivir, that's a five-day treatment. Even though he's also on dexamethasone, which is a steroid given to the most vulnerable and highly intense Rona patients. They're going to send his still active with the vid ass home? For what? For the gram? They doing this for the gram? Look, they're not really taking this serious at all. And you know what? That's probably the point. See, they want to make this virus look weak, easily defeatable, even though we already know there's a 98-99% survival rate. And they want to make Trumpito out to be 
a super god as if that's going to convince the few swing voters still left i mean i think you can have the vote today or in four weeks and pff, the outcome's probably going to be the same who's he trying to convince he should be trying to convince me that he's not crazy but if you look at his twitter feed today that's going to be hard see homie straight up just tweeting out five words followed by vote in all caps like an old proud boys alabama grandpa stock market high vote law and order vote strongest military vote 401k vote not even any context there dude is acting more aggressive than his Adderall lays debate performance allegedly or like Dr. Kritika Kupali tweeted 13 tweets in 45 minutes sounds like steroid induced psychosis setting in And I guess I was right. Live update here. Started the publicist show. And I see that Trump has already tweeted that he's leaving the hospital early. 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Yep, discharged, I guess. Or maybe he's just walking out. And then he wrote this. Quote, don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. That's probably the steroids talking again. End quote. But there you have it. Continue to downplay the virus as a non-issue. Despite 200,000 American deaths. And over a million global deaths. He's determined to live literally win at all costs, including your life. Let's see how long before his scientists and doctors start to counter his statements and turn this around. All right, let's have some good news. This is still election related, but it has more to do with voter registrations. You see, there's a huge movement lately to ramp up new registrations, especially in the youth demographic. See, Facebook announced that they had helped over two and a half million people register to vote online and snapchat assisted a million people one million people and here's the kicker 56 percent of those on snapchat were first time voters and 65 percent of them were aged 18 to 24 with large numbers of them in traditionally red states and it's not just the social media platforms the influencers are getting in on it too youtube creator david dobrik who's known for giving things away to everyone just a super warm heart he has partnered up with headcount a nonpartisan nonprofit promoter for voter registration and they're giving away five brand new Tesla Model 3s. Now that sounds suspect at first, but you only have to check to confirm your registration to qualify. You don't have to actually register, but it does offer up the opportunity to register. And that's been record breaking. Quote, this is unprecedented in the entire history of celebrity led voter engagement campaigns. And quote, by the way, David Dobrik himself, he can't vote. He's not yet a citizen. He's he's a DACA recipient. But they've had over 250,000 people check their registrations and over 100,000 new voters. Again, highly skewing towards that 18 to 24 demographic. And I know that there have been other get out the vote campaigns in the past aimed at the youth like rock the vote and just vote. But here we have individual influencers really using the power of their platform, not just some giant concert online or in a park somewhere. This is a platform that that reaches you directly wherever you are and allows for an instant call to action. You even have people like Tyler, the creator, telling his 10 million followers to take this election seriously and make sure to vote. Also linking to vote.org. Or how about one of the biggest Instagram influencers, Kylie Jenner herself, 196 million followers. Obviously not all in the States, but she threw out a thirst trap with bikini photos captioned, but are you registered to vote? Link in bio, which went all also to vote.org 50,000 new registered voters all of this to say listen i know a registration doesn't actually equal to vote and we still got to make sure they show up on november 3rd or at least mail in their absentee ballots but the power of the election could very well end up 
in the hands of the youth. And you know, it feels like there's only one candidate out there talking to this up and coming generation that finally feels like they have a voice. All right, they did it first with Cactus Jack Crew and Travis Scott. Now it's time for the Latin influencers to step in. And who's more of a global influencer right now than Jose himself, J Balvin? Yep, McDonald's is now teaming up with reggaeton and Latin pop superstar J Balvin for his own meal. And just like with Travis Scott, it's really just a regular existing meal, but it's apparently his favorite at the restaurant when he's out on the road. A Big Mac, fries with ketchup, and an Oreo McFlurry. Only catch, if you want the McFlurry for free, any size, you have to order it through the app for pickup. Quote, McDonald's U.S. Chief Marketing Officer Morgan Flatley called Balvin a trailblazing international icon. He's always been a regular at McDonald's restaurants during his concert tours, and now we're excited to bring his go-to to order to our menus across the U.S., flatly said. Now, last week, J Balvin landed 13 nominations for the 2020 Latin Grammys, including two album nominations for Album of the Year and two for Record of the Year. Now, Balvin said in the release, I'm looking forward to sharing my signature order with my fans, along with more surprises that are to come with this partnership. Lego. So today is World Teachers Day. And while they should always be praised for the ridiculous amount of work they have to do with very little given and the stuff they have to put up with, even more so now do we honor them. And apparently, so does Qatar Airways. See, they're giving away 21,000 complimentary upgraded class seat tickets to teachers worldwide to thank them for the relentless work during the demic. Quote, the giveaway opened this morning and runs for the next three days. Teaching professionals can register by submitting a form to receive a unique promotion code. Then teaching professionals from over 75 countries in which Qatar Airways operates are eligible for the tickets and quote they can then be used for travel from now up until next september so if you're a teacher first thank you second go register now you never know a free flight in qatar to singapore or kuala lumpur sounds like a great getaway next summer break well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day even though one was just kind of a live update sorry about that that's kind of the bonus news there you go in episode bonus news <laughs> anyways nothing extra to talk about today just a big shout out to chele mariana Whoop. congratulations and if you like what i do how i say the news and the stories that i bring to you remember share it with a friend keep an eye out probably gonna have an election focused episode about 10 days before 11 3 give you a full rundown of Everything from the presidentials to the Senate races, the House races, big local elections, any state referendums, all that stuff. Working on that, and that should be coming soon. All right, my beautiful peeps. As always, remember, stay focused, proud, and dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest and catch up with me because I got you with the news.